Hey everybody, back again another week, and uh, with me is Blake. Hello. Today, uh, done a lot of thinking this week, and it just, I don't know about you, but with me personally, when it comes to sermons, lessons, stuff like that, a lot of what I make is just pulled from the week that I've had, mm. and all that, and it's honestly been a frustrating week, uh, this past seven days, that is how long the week is, I think. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just figured it'd make a good topic to talk about because who isn't frustrated sometimes, and especially around this time of year with vacations and, um, you know, having to work. You know, school might be out for most people, but, you know, then you got to spend all day with the kids because they've been gone about eight hours a day, and now they're home with you and everything else and and all that. So it just seemed like a good idea to talk about. So uh, what frustrates you, Blake? <laughs> Let's just get in. Let's just <laughs> let's get into. Let's pick your brain a little bit, buddy. What frustrates me? You can just say Antoine. That's like the first ten, probably. Uh, unorganization really is a big one. <laughs> That's fair. Um, long lines at coffee shops. <laughs> People that don't use blinkers. My shoes get dirty. People have blinkers for a reason. They put uh, them on the cars. Just turn the, the little switch. When it's too hot. When it's too cold. When it's too cold. <laughs> when it's just right, but I got work. Yeah, when you have to get up at like 7, 6 o'clock in the morning and go to work. When I go to pay for my meal at the restaurant. When you have to pay for things on the card. <laughs> when the waiter's staring at you because you haven't given a tip and you didn't write anything on the tip line and you feel bad, but like, I need the cash, man. I'm sorry. When they try to charge you for chips and salsa and all you get is chips and salsa. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, when Hollywood makes another remake. Any modern day music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go on and on. I mean, that it. The list could go forever. The new Bonnaloo, Bonnaroo lineups. All right, we're going to keep going. <laughs> Van's Warped Tour ended. That really hit me hard. That was personal. People that assume that just because I played sports for a couple years in school think that I'm like a huge sports guy. Mm. I'm not a big fan of sports ball. Can't relate to that one. I can't. I know, but like I can't. I just. It's not that it's not interesting, but like I, I'm not. It can't hold my attention. I'm trying to think of anything else makes me upset. You can say my name. Um, when people, when you go to coffee shops and they don't have coffee, that was probably one of the angriest. <laughs> that okay. was one of the angriest so, times uh, of my life. So story time. Me and Blake, uh, we went to a bookstore. Blake it's, and I. I can write it, but I can't speak it. Proper grammar makes me upset too. <laughs> See, but that's the thing is I'm one of those. I'm one of like the the guys that that online do the whole. It's not why you are. It's why you apostrophe re and like I'm a real grammar Nazi when it comes to that. Hmm. As far as speaking the language, I am awful. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, story time. Blake and I were. Mm at our usual hangout where we like to spend time and just kind of unwind and forget about the day. And you make it sound like every single day. We go there every day after the work just to unwind, kick our feet up. Let's face it. I mean, for a long time, it was just yeah. about every day. You can read the books and not have to buy them. I, I don't know. know why people don't do that. Well, you can just go. They have chairs like, there. You can sit down. I have a decent-sized library at my house, but I have a bigger one in my brain thanks to Books a Million. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> they need to call you uh, Books Mean if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, uh, just give us a shout mm-hmm. out. That would be awesome. Um, when you spill coffee on your shirt, that's another one. That while angers. you're doing a podcast, that one really angers me. 
uh, when you've been thinking all week about a podcast and then you sit down to record and your mind kind of goes blank as you're talking? When people say Justice League is not good. I have not seen it yet. <laughs> that one really fires me up. I want to see it, though. We're about it. Anyway, I digress. Story time. Blake and I were at... <laughs> We're at the bookstore, and I, I'm a tea drinker. I don't drink a lot of coffee. If I do, not sweet tea, but hot tea. Elegant tea. Elegant tea. The Queen's tea. <laughs> uh, the stuff that we threw in the harbor. To... Queen's tea is always sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Earl Grey and, and like English breakfast and stuff are probably my favorite. They're pretty strong as far as... Uh, all that goes, and when I drink coffee, I drink black coffee. Uh, but this particular day, they uh, they only had tea, mm. so I was fine. And I mean, it was a weird tea. It wasn't like something normal that I get. I figured I'd try something different. And Blake got up to get his coffee, and he was like, "Hey, can I have any coffee?" Mm. And what what you say exactly? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I need to make this clear before we go any further. We are at a coffee store, essentially. It's a bookstore with a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So, like, them having tea and not coffee is like going to a shoe store that doesn't have shoes but socks. <laughs> uh, you don't know about the sock store? <laughs> that's the whole point of the store. And so when I get up there, and I'm like, hey, I want a black coffee. And she's like, oh, we don't have a coffee. I was like... What do you do? <laughs> why do you have a job? <laughs> why are you here and why do you get paid? Um, that was probably the angriest I've been in my life. Ever. Ever. <laughs> you guys don't, I mean, there were veins popping out of his neck. I mean, luckily there was a Starbucks two stores down, but. It's a good thing I was there to hold you back. I mean, you may be a vegetarian, 90 pound, soaking wet, whatever, but mm-hmm. like, it took a lot to hold you back that day. Mm, yeah. Thought you was going to have to go to jail. <laughs> um,. But yeah, so they're, long story long, everybody's got something every day that makes them frustrated. And whether it's family, friends, work, whatever, uh, we're going to have to suffer through that. Um, But we don't have to suffer alone, and we do have an escape uh, when when those times come. It might not be... Obvious at the time, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty and all that. When you're seeing red, it's hard to stop from being frustrated. I apologize. Uh, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up the energy. No, uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's important to have outlets for frustration as mm-hmm. well. Um, there's definitely things like, for example, yeah, obviously especially like working customer service and retail and all kinds of things like that. There's things that like you have to kind of hold back or even just being a moral good person. (laughs) (laughs) Just try to be morally good. Maybe you're at the grocery store and like a lady grabs the last gallon of milk in front of you and you're like, okay, I could confront her or I could be a good person, you know, or or you get cut off in traffic or, you know, things like that. Um, It's important to have some sort of outlet. Um, and everyone's just different. I talked to a guy one time who told me that he would literally play golf whenever he got upset every single time. Which I, sounds oxymoronic to me because golf is one of the most frustrating. Makes me very irate. Um, yeah, but, you know, I know, obviously you don't have to go that extreme. Uh, but he had like a little golf net. And so at the end of his day, he would go home in the backyard and, and hit golf balls and just take out stress. So, 
Yeah, I think it's important to have an outlet of anger because if not, you know, that kind of builds up and manifests and then you yeah. take it out on random people or random baristas or... Or you have a breakdown every six months because, you know, you just bottle this stuff up inside and... Yeah, I think that's the thing that we could really talk about today is how small things like getting cut off in traffic or they don't have coffee or they don't have your favorite kind of coffee or... You know, whatever it may be, small, silly things that really are first world problems actually turn in, when you don't deal with them, to bigger issues Oops, excuse me, down the road. And so, for example, I mean, I've, I've heard stories and stories and stories of people who will just break down over the smallest things. And essentially, it wasn't the idea of... Uh, the gas pump was messed up was one I heard or, or they got a drink and it spewed on them and then you just get irate. Like it's typically not those small things that push you over essentially or at least that's, that made you that irate. It's just it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And I, and I think that it's so silly because when we don't deal with things that upset us or talk them out, um, they do build up and they do come out in really, really silly ways and you look really stupid. Uh, I've had situations before at work, for example, where I especially coming from the weekend and church stuff and, and things build up and, and you go to work the next day and like someone, you know, something, someone left the garbage in the office or something. And you're just like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> obviously you're not that irate over garbage in the office, but there's something that's manifested to that point. Yeah. Um, which I think is, uh, and again, I mean the Bible actually even speaks on this topic and it, it actually quite a bit periodically all the way through the Bible mm-hmm. it talks about dealing with the root issues it talks about choosing life and death every single decision every single day um, and so yeah no I think I think that that's a, a good place to start I think that's a good direction to go into mm. yeah it, I think one of the big ones that jump out to me and is Saul, actually King Saul. Mm. You know, he had a big problem with ego and several other things. Um, But, uh, I mean, a lot of people, I don't know, don't read the story or don't really get into it or whatever, but whenever he was frustrated when David was younger, um, they would bring him in and David would play the harp, or the lyre, rather, for Saul when he was upset and you know trying to calm him down and i guess on that i mean there there's plenty of other examples in the bible that you could look to and whatever but um you know what's some things that you do to relieve stress other than going to the bookstore (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny because you know sometimes my job as a pastor does involve uh reading or typing out sermons or getting things like this ready or, or will you do that now? But, uh, there's always some sort of creative process mm-hmm. in motion. It's not a sermon. It's a podcast, but it's not a podcast. It's, it's getting ready for something bigger, another project or, you know, right now, uh, with, with, with all the properties and things that we're looking at for the business, the church and, and the businesses and all kinds of things that are just spiraling around in the creative process. Uh, sometimes that honestly restricts um, what you can do as outlets. So what used to be, maybe mine was reading. I enjoy reading a lot. 
But now it's your job. But now, yeah, when you, you are focused around reading and typing and writing constantly and making points for sermons, and uh, reading doesn't really become an outlet anymore. It becomes maybe a you know just a, a tool or a resource. It's not really, it's almost mandated. And so I, I'll say, I, this is actually a really good point because I was talking to a guy the other day. Uh, he's actually a member of our church, and we were getting ready to kind of go into a different direction with the church in a good way. And, and, and I told him, as he was getting ready to start a family, I said, you're going to have to find something to keep you... Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Essentially, just something to keep you active, that keep your, keep your mind off of... Uh, it's the ministry and the family at all times yeah. as far you know because there's going to be a time where you're going to have to separate yourself and I, and he was asking me what I did and, and one thing that I like to do if I get really worked up is I, I'll go ride my bike you know mm-hmm. I like to cycle and so I can go up and uh, park on 411 you know go for a 20 30 mile ride and really just kind of leave everything you know and, that, and that's what we were talking about uh, you know his outlet was the gym and finding these things, especially things, if you're an entrepreneur, where your job or your dream is creating, and finding things that maybe be or might be unorthodox in what we call relaxing or unwinding. So, for example, if you're like me, it's hard for me to relax and unwind, for the most part, uh, just at the beach. Because mm-hmm. when I'm doing nothing, my mind is just going crazy. Yeah. Now, there is a point where I'm just completely exasperated and exhausted, and I just want to lay on the beach and for a whole week and not move. Yeah. You know, And that's, that's a, a, more of a physical recoup. But I think mentally, you know, if I'm just trying to recover from the weekend, mentally, I'm in this place of my brain is just fried. I've memorized this sermon. <laughs> like, I, I've... I've you know, I mastered the art of this sermon over the weekend. I made it through it. Yeah, my bulletin points, my, my uh, bulletin points are are, are good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I know Monday. I gotta I gotta get ready for the next because Monday's my pastor day. Um, so I get ready for next week. I type that out. Uh, and so there's just this mental strain going on, and typically there'll be maybe some counseling or people asking to meet up on Mondays. And so essentially, whenever I can find, and then I got this Monday nights, and so essentially after Monday, when I need to find a place to unwind, I have to do it in a more unorthodox way because my mind is now triggered to produce and to create, produce and to create. And it's essentially this way of saying, okay, we're going to do something a little out of my comfort zone. So physical activity for me at this point is a way for me to challenge my body in a separate way, in another yeah. way. And it's a way for me to shock my body in a way to say, okay, wait, this isn't what I was doing this week. It takes the focus. I mean, I understand your brain is always working and, and pushing this forward, but it takes the focus off of your intellect and your mind. And your mind has to focus on your body and your body moving and and, uh, oh, yeah, well, it's, it's a shock, it, it, like you said, and it, and it pushes you to be um, more challenged in different aspects of your life and different elements mm-hmm. of your life, and, and it creates, because it, for me, especially like with cycling, you know, it's something that I can do because, well, I'm probably not using my, my leg muscles periodically through the week, typing and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, it's a switch or it's a shift. Now, 
flip this around, maybe you're a factory worker. All right, my brother, for example, uh, works in a factory. And one thing that he likes to do, he likes to go to movies to unwind because he's constantly on his feet. He's constantly uh, moving and and lifting and just kind of one of like, you know, one of those manly men. And so for him to go to a movie theater and just to have someone else just kind of entertain him while he uses like no muscles in his mind. It was just absolutely a shock for him to stand still for two hours. Yeah. Uh, and so apply that to where you are. And I think that's the most important thing that people tend to mistake uh, when it comes to how to um, recoup from the week. Is because, for example, if you have a job shift, or maybe, you, maybe you're a part of a Bible study now that is a little bit more um, intellect, intellectual, than maybe you're used to. Yeah. And it kind of gets you diving a little bit deeper in the Word. And so now your brain's working a little differently. And then you're focusing on the Word more. And then reading no longer becomes... Uh, yeah, it's... as an outlet. It's it's a study. Well, that was the same when we started doing this. And then... I mean, you know, because this is something that... Like you've said recently, ever three weeks ago, I guess, when we, we first did the first one of these... You know, this is something I've wanted to do for a long time, and it's always been on the back of my mind and everything, and I, I've loved, podcasts never went out of style for me from the time that I had a phone that could hook up to iTunes or Google Play now and stuff. I've got all kinds of podcasts that I'm listening to every day, and and I've got all kinds of books that I'm reading and stuff that I tried to write and used to, like you said, that stuff was like my outlet. Like if I wanted to just relax, I would go type something for an hour I'd turn on a podcast or anything like that but in like the past three weeks now it's like that I'm getting more serious about my creative endeavors and what I believe that I've been called to do and I'm trying to you know fulfill my destiny so to speak in my life now every podcast I listen to I'm like oh that's good maybe we could talk about that or oh that's funny that's whatever maybe we could bring that up or when I read a book now it's like I could write that better why (laughs) Like, why have I not written this and, like, sent it out or, or anything like that? And, like, uh, I am not the most active person at all in the, you know, I used to be. I lost a lot of weight at one point in my life, and then I've gained some of it back, and I've been working on losing it. But now it's like I almost have to, because, like you said, I don't find, I can't just go home and, like, sit down and, you know, now my two cats that I have, I can't hang out with them or read a book or listen to a podcast because my, my whole thought process is thinking of tonight or, um, you know, church Sunday or Wednesday or whatever day. And now I think because of that is one of the reasons why I've started working out again is because, like you said, there's there's literally nothing else for me to do. Yeah. And I went out and I got my dad's old, like, exercise stationary bike. I've been doing that probably about four times a week, I think, now. Well, when I'm losing weight, I think it's working, but I need to change something up. That'll be another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Daniel plan. Yeah, yeah. With Antoine and Blake. That'll be interesting. Yeah, that would be. That would be an interesting conversation. We're talking about stress and work, and now here I am, already got plans for... And I think that, well, I think that's important to, to key in on, too, because... Uh, I don't want it to sound like the creative process is a is, misery. Is a, yeah, or, or, or your passion is a misery. 
But I think that's what makes your passion a passion and not a job is because it is exhausting and it is absolutely to the point where you've exasperated yourself on like amongst all ends and you've ran all day in meetings and you've went all weekend and there's times where it just absolutely drains you and you feel like I can't go any further but yet you can't wait to do it again next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the that's the thing that 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 really separates your craft or your passion from from your job. And that think, makes me think of um, the Bohemians, like the the cool hip people, like Johnny Depp and everything like that. Like back in the day, probably I think it was like the thirties or forties or something. Johnny Depp. No, he, <laughs> no, the, just that style of that style of people back in the day. They would check into like mental asylums. Brad liked that one. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Got Brad on that one. Man, I wish that this was like a, a visual medium. He's over there, whatever, belly laughing basically for Bradley. But uh, it's belly laughing. <laughs> oh, I'm glad this isn't. I'm glad this, I'm glad this isn't a visual. <laughs> oh, I'll but, let your imagination. Uh, you know, go wild on that one. But uh, freestyle that one for They you. would they would check into like <laughs> mental institutions because you they would go there and like they would all the all the doctors would you know be eh, maybe not in that time period extremely chill about everything, mm. but they would get to disconnect from the whole world and then just they would spend like a week two weeks a month however long they wanted and then they would check themselves out and then go back to painting writing sewing knitting whatever they did yeah and like they would just take that like week month off whatever and then go back completely rejuvenated and like so yeah i mean if this if this first bit of the podcast has sounded kind of gloom and doom it's not i love doing this i'm i was super excited to get to sit down and talk with you today but you know i mean every once in a while you gotta it's important to disconnect and take a break because so, you will exhaust yourself. So what are things that you do sometimes? Other than going to the bookstore with you? Other than going to the bookstore. Which you notice, you know, we uh, we can actually say this. And have you noticed that we haven't been to the bookstore as much? That's true. That is true. So it is no a, longer uh, a joy. <laughs> it is no longer a joy, right? No, it's still a joy. But like, yeah, it's like we go there and it's not... McCase, oh, we're not talking next? about you. We're not talking about you, McCase. We yeah, still McCase. Love you. If you do want to sponsor <laughs> us, though, that'd be awesome. We still love McCase. Just uh, connect it to us somewhere at Conversion Church, one of our social medias. Let us know. We'll gladly sponsor you. Um, dot org. Yeah, dot no, org. You don't know our website. Dot org. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I told somebody it was dot com a it's few the days ago. Century. We're an organization. And I was like, oh, that's not right. And I had to text them back. I was like, no, it's dot org. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, I well, like I say now, and I mean not to like steal your answer, but like I have started working out again, mm. and my work, the work that I do now is it's physical, and like I, I pressure wash through the day, and I'm out in the sun and stuff. So, and it's not enjoyable, but because like because it used to be where we would call each other every day and probably talk every day, every morning, whatever we just call while you were like on your way to work or something. Mm. And now we don't do that because sorry, I'm out. <laughs> this is this has been the the whole you reason for the podcast. Yeah, uh, I was hoping. I call to, Brad actually now. Oh, uh, it, it just it's getting it. worse. I was hoping to spread this out over like a year, and then a year down the road, it's like, why don't you call me anymore? But um, 
no, now I'm, I'm busy. I can't answer the phone because I'm out doing whatever I'm doing for my job. And, like, it's stressful and it's hot now that it's, you know, it's summertime and it's been, like, 100 degrees every day. And and I'm starting to tan now, which has never happened in my life. And it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, you look a little salmon. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look like leather here in a minute here by the end of the summer. But um, a urinal? <laughs> leather by the end of the summer. <laughs> The tip, what is it? The the teeth and the tongue and the something. It's an old choir thing. I forget. Um, but long story long, now work. You know, it's it's kind of I could I have to shut my brain off and just work and clean and and not think anything. And I've started doing the exercising, and I've honestly started picking up guitar again. Yeah, like yeah. So that's something y'all don't know about me, little Antoine. Fun fact: we used to play. In several bands together. <laughs> it's actually really funny that you said that real quick. I want to put something. I was in a meeting with a guy today, very rich man, mm-hmm. and uh, we were sitting in his office, and I noticed he had a cheap guitar, like acoustic guitar in his corner. Yeah. It was very odd for the, this man just doesn't get Lavishly off, wealthy. He just doesn't get off that persona of, I play music. You know, yeah. it's kind of one of those guys. And, uh, which, you know, we play music, so we say that, but we're, we're the elite. Uh, yeah. We've been in a band who sold uh, stuff. So, Not I asked him though. I was, I was like, "Hey, uh, you know, you, why do you have a guitar in here?" And he's like, "I was like, can you play? Do you play?" And he's like, "No, Lord, no." And I was like, "Why do you have it?" <laughs> and he was like, "Well, it's just fun for me to kind of beat on and stuff, and like kind of you know strum around. I can do a little bit here and there." And Mike he's like, "Yeah, just kind of you know get some bongos going." <laughs> and he was like, "It's just fun, you know." If I, he goes, "If I come, because this guy deals with uh, several, several, several people." Uh, a day, you know, and so he's like, so if I come back from a stressful meeting or something, he goes, I'll shut my door, and I'll shut my blinds, and I'll get this guitar, and just, you know, and for him, music was never a passion, but now it has become an outlet, something that is completely unorthodox to what he is used to doing, and so, yeah, I I think that that is a huge part of dealing with anger and dealing with stress, And, and obviously, as we're doing right now, and you can tell, even when you first came in here, you were aggravated, but as time goes by and we talk, I think talking is, and, and naming it, and so like with anger mm-hmm. or bitter or jealousy, and you see, you know, you see that arise in your life, you know, I think it's important to speak that out, yeah. and I'm not saying like in the uh, charismatic way of, get out of me, anger, uh, you know, but, but just having a conversation like we're having now, like, man, what, what's wrong? Yeah, you know, because typically, where's my men power out here? My man power, you know. And your wife's like, "How's your day?" No, it was great. You know, you didn't have a good day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here's the thing: she's gonna tell you about hers. Like, why <laughs> not? Why not take that opportunity? Yeah. You know, actually, you know what? My day has been terrible. And honestly, if you say that, man, your wives are gonna be like completely just like discombobulated. Like, whoa, he's talking to me. But you understand, like, you actually do he's have someone to up. listen. Because what happens is, most of, the, like, the men out there, you know what I'm talking about, is, um, like, your wife will be like, hey, hon, how's your day been? Oh, it was all right. But then you try to talk to your friend about it, who's also had a bad day, and either one of you guys can talk, and you're like, ah, 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 ah. And it just kind of builds up, because you never get to talk it out. Uh-huh. And so one way... You know, if you're married or if you're not, if you just have a friend or someone close, find someone that you can talk to. And even if you call them and just start the conversation with, by the way, I don't need your advice. I don't need your input. I just need a vent. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, because you're not going to receive anything the other person is saying until you completely empty out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, for example, you can't take any more water when your cup's full. You're going to have to pour your cup of water out before you start pouring any more in. Yeah. And it's this concept of, I am just completely over and full and stuffed with today. Yeah. I need to get it out of my system. And then... If you're still friends with me, <laughs> you can pour into my life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But I think sometimes the problem is, is during the week, we get our cup poured a little water in. Mm-hmm. You know, Tuesday, you get a little bit more water in. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, we can pour a little bit out, those of us who go to church. Yeah. You know, Thursday, you get a little bit more water. Friday, you get a little bit more water. Saturday, and then eventually by Sunday comes, your cup's full. And so yeah. you're not receiving what the pastor or the podcast that you're listening to or the church podcast, whatever it is, that you, or your word that you're supposed to be getting implanted, wherever you're listening, um, you're not receiving what that word is because you're still full of what happened from the week. Yeah. And so it's this point, I, I, I saw Sunday, right? So I'll, I'll even say this. Sunday we started a series called Blood, Sweat, Tears, which is my favorite series of the year. Hashtag come and a plug. I, hashtag come a plug. Um, but as I was as I was talking about it, and it was this, it's this it, and it's this really dramatic sense. It's like there's a there's a dramatic tone at the beginning of the sermon. I mean, yeah. it starts out with this ache in my bones and these testimonies and these sufferers, these stories of people suffering. And, and again, in the whole series, it's just transcending and, 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 and going through and working through suffering. And it's just this, the tone of it set deeper than usual. And as I was beginning and I was getting deep into some of my uh, darkest moments, I could tell that there was still some people who were focusing on what happened this week yeah you know what I mean like I'm not saying like personal beef but there's people who were still at work and wasn't getting what I was saying mm-hmm. you know I mean that's just I'm not like upset that's just pastoring 101 yeah but the point is, is it's that we never have anything or any room for anyone to pour into us and then we wonder why we're stuck in these cycles of anger we don't have outlets we don't have people to talk to and we bottle it up. I mean, that makes me think, like, well, because for a long time, um, you know, when I, when I first came back home from Missouri in, like, 2014, yeah, for a long time, I went to church by myself. I would listen to, like, Pastor Lockerman on First Baptist's, you know, podcast that they have up, which I love his preaching style. I love the way that, I love, love the way he speaks. He's a great man of God. And, you know, it's always a blessing to hear him. But, like, it didn't connect until I started going back to samples. Mm. And we reconnected. And then we built this friendship that's been going forever now. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm not bashing people that love to, to get sermons from the internet on Facebook Live or through podcasts or anything like that. Like, if that's how you worship, that's totally fine. I get it. But, like, it wasn't until I started actually going to church and finding those people that, like, it all started to be a little easier, become a little easier and make more sense. And, and the week wasn't as long as it was. Whatever. I think that's why Paul says what he says about... You know, you know taking the gathering of believers. Yeah it's, yeah. it's not because, you know were required to necessarily but it's important to have that 
Well, I think that you can, like what you're, what you're going off of, you can get, a, you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and so I can get uh, a word, you know, an encouraging word on my way to work. Yeah. It's the 21st century, you know what yeah. I mean? You could pull up some of the best communicators online and get probably one of the best sermons that you could have gotten You could literally world. probably just type in inspirational quotes on Google online. and find all kinds of just... Yeah. That was really a, a stone throw backwards, but yeah, sure, we'll apply that. Well, no, I mean it just it like just popped in my head, like it was like I'm like, but, okay, say something. Yeah, you can't talk yeah. for a minute. I mean, you talk for a second there, but like. But but the point is, is what I'm getting at is that whole idea of the word is good, but the forsaken of believers don't forsake you know don't forsake the gathering of believers is more on the idea of you need someone for when the word isn't good you need someone for when you're not attaining the word because you're still suffering from something else and so when you have someone like you said to suffer with or to talk to because mm-hmm. if you just go to online church and you have no one to talk to you're probably not going to be able to call Stephen Furtick to get coffee next week. You know what I mean? I mean, just I keep honest. trying, Steve. Yeah. Please answer my emails. Uh, it's just one of uh, oh, Steve. Uh, it's just Love one of those Steve. things. Uh, if you're listening, say hey, please. It's just one of those things where it's the relationships is what you lose, and the relationships yeah. is how we go through life together. You may have somebody that sees closer than a brother, but you need that community. Hence the word communion. Boom! <laughs> Theological truths being dropped, <laughs> left and right and everywhere. Um, you know, this is it's been awesome. I can't think. I mean, we've talked about stuff that stresses us out. We've talked about ways to do all that. I think bad haircuts. When I get a bad haircut, yeah, that's one. <laughs> that's something that just fires me up. I, I remember one time, quick story for Willie. Yeah, uh, Ember and I were on vacation. I can't remember. I think we might have been in uh, probably Pigeon Forge, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we go Pigeon Forge a lot. And uh, we're getting some done. We're getting pictures. I don't remember, but I thought I was gonna go get a haircut real quick, and we couldn't find anywhere. In, uh, surprisingly, not all the places in Pigeon Forge to cut hair. Yeah. Uh, and so I went to like a Great Clips or something. You know, one of those. Yeah. Like, you know, no offense. To, you know, one of these like super cuts. You know, no offense, Great Clips. Eight dollar haircut. Things. If you want to sponsor us, please send us an email. <laughs> Uh, I remember I came out and like little bit. No, we were in Florida actually. We were in Florida about to do our family that photos. Close. Yeah, that's what it was this year. And I came out, man, and I was just so. Uh, I mean, I was like a child. Is that why like, you bought all those new hats? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I was like punching things, and Ember's like, "Is your hands okay?" And I'm like, "No." Uh, cause I'm not very strong, and so I just very so yeah. Haircuts is one of my top five. Yeah, maybe top three. I can imagine that. Maybe you're top, pretty, maybe top two. You're a pretty bad person. That makes sense. <laughs> it might be number one actually. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, coffee and haircuts. Those are the two that. I can say blinkers really make me mad, but I suffer really bad yeah, road rage. Might be, yeah, road rage is you. It is really bad. See, I'm not. I don't know a road rage guy, and really, I'm not. A uh, human conflict kind of guy. I don't get upset by human conflict a lot, but it's a small things like haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess to end this off, don't. maybe think, don't think on what stresses you out because <laughs> we don't want to be a stressor for you. But, uh, you know, maybe kind of think of what we said today. It doesn't have to be something that you're super passionate about. I'm not super passionate about running or cardio. I hate that. But I've come to enjoy it in the fact that 
it is something totally different and I can just shut my mind off yeah. and and not think about anything else other than the half hour, 45 minutes, whatever, hour, hour and a half that I'm biking. I don't bike for an hour and a half. I was, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I was trying to sound really impressive. I, I gonna, hate lines. I was going to let you have it. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I hate lying. It's belly laughing. But uh, that's belly laughing. But, you know, maybe... <laughs> Cut a laugh away from the mic so I can reel this. Laugh, laugh away from the mic so I can reel this in. Don't cut this out. This is funny. Um, but think today maybe something outside of your comfort zone or outside of something that you would normally do, whether it's exercising. Maybe, you know, you haven't, you want to go to the bookstore and find a new book that you think looks interesting or uh, maybe go watch a movie or or find something that you can do to relax. Call somebody maybe you haven't talked to in a few days. Um, and find those people, find those connections. Because that makes all the difference. Ember and I started playing board games with some friends. Yeah, because you're getting old. And you're I'm just going to let you know, if you need an outlet, get you a good board game. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a good one. I, I should have mentioned that, board game. Yeah, that is a good one. I'm getting old. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> I'm not married, so I'm not allowed in that little clique of people. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm desperately trying to find a wife. Not because, you know, I'm lonely and want love. I just want to be yeah, able to go yeah. and hang out and play board games with yeah. you guys. Ember, please let me play board games. I know you don't listen to this, but if you do, on the off chance, let me play board games with y'all. Um, maybe cut. <laughs> not about the board games just me begging for board games especially this where I'm talking so much but um, go out find those outlets find those connections and as always if y'all have any questions anything you want us to talk about it can be anything uh, topics from emotions I, I think yeah. so yeah like I mean just anything that you want to talk about let us know, and we will figure out how to fit it in to uh, the podcast and the conversations that we have, and uh, we'd love to have some conversations with you. So uh, be blessed, and have a good rest of your week.